Welcome to Beyond the Nest, University of Minnesota Rochester's alumni podcast. I'm Marco Lands, UMR Director of Alumni and Development Relationships. Beyond the Nest highlights Raptor alumni, their work, and lessons learned along the way. In this episode, Senior Student Success Coach Jen Hook sits down with 2017 graduate Nithya Chanjirmani. Currently, Nithya is a Senior Business Analyst with Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Minnesota. Hello, Nithya. How are you? Hi, Jen. I'm doing great. How are you? I am just so glad to be talking with you today. Uh, Likewise. Thanks thanks for joining me on the Beyond the Nest podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So let's start out. Could you share your name and when you graduated from UMR and your current job title? Absolutely. My name is Nithya Chandirmani. I graduated uh, the class of 2017, and I'm currently a senior business analyst working on the planning and execution team within the analytics division of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Minnesota. That was like so many words. I was trying to follow, (laughs) follow all of those. How long have you been in that role? Yeah, I've been in the analytics division for a little over four months and with Blue Cross for two, a little over two years and working in the healthcare industry for about three years. Oh my goodness. Lots of exciting things. So let's yes. talk about, um, well, we have a lot to talk about, right? We can talk about maybe what first brought you to UMR. Let's like flashback many a year ago. Yeah. And fun fact, I, I met Nithya at a college fair in probably... I- I don't know what year that was, a long time ago. (laughs) A long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I am glad you asked this question because the answer is, I think you're the the person (laughs) that brought me to UMR. Um, As you said, I remember meeting you at the District 196 College Fair and you just, you know, had this big smile on your face and did such a great job sharing all the lovely components of UMR, the small class sizes and the health sciences emphasis. And so I think that's what got me and my family into the door, you know, at, at UMR. And then I think what kept me there um, was learning about the chancellor's message regarding the three R's. I think that's that's a message that stuck with me, the rigor, the relevancy of the, the courses and just the relationships. And as I look at how UMR continues to develop today, um, that that mission still seems to, to stand true. So um, yeah, that, that's exactly what brought me in. Now, do you remember what was like your initial career interest at UMR? Yeah, I think my initial interest was sonography because I was interested in the, um, I had attended some of the Mayo Clinic health science fairs and really liked that program. Um, but my my career path changed many times throughout the, the course of my undergraduate experience, as you know. Yeah, I I do know that. And I, I love how it's sort of, you know, watching you evolve and grow throughout your time at UMR. So let's talk a little bit about your professional journey. Um, yeah. And maybe let's start with sort of like where you are now. And we can think back to sort of like where, you know, how you how you arrived at that point. So can you share with us a little bit more about your professional journey and sort of what you actually do in the very long title that you told me with analytics? <laughs> Yes, yep, yep, exactly. So as a business analyst in the analytics division, 
Um, my, my primary function right now in this role is that of a project manager. So a lot of my role, when I say project management, it's really about people and process management. So making sure that we're delivering on our commitments to our business partners, being on the analytics side of the house, and then just making sure that our uh, TDNA, so technology data and analytics folks are getting the information and requirements from our business partners that they need to effectively do their job. So I really see myself as kind of the liaison between the two areas. Um, and I think what brought me to analytics was really just the, the um, kind of vast opportunities that it offers since it touches virtually every part of health insurance and of the business. Um, and it was a, a chance to work with my boss who I'd worked with in my previous role. And we just had a great, great relationship. So I was really excited to work under his leadership and to, to continue to gain more skills and experiences. Yeah. So tell me a little bit, when you graduated from UMR, where did you sort of start in that first professional position and how did that lead you to this, this role you're doing now? Yeah, so ironically, I started at Blue Cross. Um, I did an internship there in on the health innovation team and it was just a, a summer internship, so June to August. And as that opportunity was ending, um, one of my mentors at the at the company had recommended that I look at Prime Therapeutics as a place to start my career. Um, as, as he listened to my interests, he thought the pharmacy benefits management industry would be a great place to sort of kickstart and, and explore those interests. So I applied to the learning consultant position at Prime, and that was where I started my career. So I was, in, in essence, a systems trainer over there, so really worked on training our Blue Cross clients um, and then also training our internal folks. And ironically, a lot of the systems that I trained on in Prime are the systems that I now leverage in my in my role today. So it's, it's amazing how each of the experiences have built on each other and, and kind of come full circle. And then what I would say brought me back to Blue Cross was the original person who had hired me during my internship. She and I had stayed in contact, you know, over the, the, the year that I was at Prime. And when I described my career interests and just what I wanted to do, she had shared that there was an opening on her current team, which is how I landed back at Blue Cross and the Payment Integrity Division, spent um, about like a year and a half there, and then followed my boss to the, the analytics division. Wow. Sounds like a really wonderful mentor in your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the the mentors and the relationships I, that I've had have really helped me, you know, kind of get to, to where I want to go. Mm. I'm curious if you can think of any times that you maybe develop some of those skills around networking and uh, maybe any mentors that you had um, at UMR or kind of through your college years that you felt like, you know, led you into some of these really rich mentorship relationships that you have now in your life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there are many professors. I know we talked about Dr. Norris. She was definitely one of my mentors. Um, and there was a physician at Mayo Clinic, Dr. Kashyap, who is who I also considered one of my mentors. So individuals like like those two were really great about encouraging me to kind of think about those next steps in my career. Um, and, and I think what, what mentorship really offered is just that relationship with someone who's a little bit out of your, your immediate purview. So they encourage you to think a little bit differently and ask those questions you normally wouldn't ask yourself. But I think at least from a sort of a networking mentorship standpoint, when I did my internship at Blue Cross, one of my focus areas was to connect with as many individuals as possible. And I did that through the form of meet and greets. I think that summer I completed almost 
50 to 60 meet and greet. So a lot, a lot of time spent asking those questions, gaining more information. And I would say a lot of those relationships have come back full circle. As I mentioned, there are a lot of those folks that I work with today. And as I told you, the the relationship with my hiring manager for my internship are, are what helped me land my, land my current job. Yeah. Well, it is not a surprise to me that you had developed so many rich relationships in your in your workplace. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know this, right? A lot of UMR students, and I think you may have been in this boat at one point, feel a lot of pressure to name a career goal, right? Yes. Like when when people say, what are you pursuing? They want to say medicine or they want right. to say sonography or they want to have a job title to fill in that blank. So how did you navigate those pressures? And if you could give yourself some advice looking back, what maybe would that advice be? Navigating those pressures, that's a great question. I think you'll recall I spent many hours in your office asking you the question, Jen, I'm struggling with my life direction. Like, what do I do? You know, how can you help me? So I think um, I I was definitely in line with many of the UMR students where I, I definitely wanted that end result and end goal. What I think helped me was looking at it from a different lens post-graduation. Um, the the advice I guess I would give myself or, or the, the realizations that I came to is that um, we all kind of start at that same point at UMR, right? We, we, we kind of feel that pressure like the rest of our peers to um, keep the same pace in the race. But then once you graduate and realize it's really more of that marathon, I think my focus then shifted to thinking about, you know, what are the skills and experiences that I want to develop so I can continue defining where I want to go? And that was a mindset shift for me. And I think what my focus now is success, my definition of success has changed, right? It's not about that end definition. Um, It's more about the experiences and growth that I acquire along the way and the series of micro impacts that I'm making. So when I look back in my career, it's the relationships that I built, the goals that I accomplished, um, the, the, the personal development that I achieved versus saying I was this particular title for this many years at this specific company. As Beyond the Nest grows, we would like to hear from you. Check out this episode's show notes for how to connect and share your UMR story. Now back to Jen and Nithya as they discuss the importance of mentorship and advice for current students. Do you feel like there was a moment that you kind of figured out that you didn't actually want to work with patients, right? I think for a while you considered like physical therapy and occupational therapy, but what was that sort of moment that maybe it wasn't a moment, maybe it was a series of moments that you figured out it's actually not patients that I want to work specifically with. So when I think about sonography specifically, I think that moment for me was shadowing. It was a great shadowing experience, but what I realized was this is not what I see myself doing in the long term. And then I think from a physical and occupational therapies perspective, that shift for me happened when I was actually working in a physical therapy clinic as a frontline assistant. And there was a specific encounter with a patient that I had where she had an arm injury and she was looking for a worker's compensation form. And no one in my clinic knew really how to help her find that information. And she was just being passed from like office to office. And frequently as a frontline individual, I would receive questions on health insurance and navigating co-pays, all of these business questions that I didn't know how to answer. And I thought to myself, as someone who wants to impact the healthcare industry positively and create change. 
I can't even do that if I don't understand how the system works. And the best way to do that is to understand the business infrastructure. So that was sort of the pivotal moment where I realized the one-to-one interactions are necessary and important, but what I wanna do is have that macro impact and understand the system and, and business seem like the right pathway for me to do that. Cool. So this is actually maybe a nice uh, transition to talk about some of those experiences that you had in your undergrad that culminated, you know, one of those was working in that, that clinic, but you had a lot of experiences after that, that maybe led to some of these discoveries about yourself. So let's talk about some of these experiences. What were some of the experiences that you felt really did impact, um, you know, the, the job that you're doing now or the kinds of um, work, you know, not just what you wanted to do, but now that you're doing the work, you know, how can you reflect on some of the experiences that, um, helped you grow into this into this role. I think each experience was valuable and taught me something new. And and I think my capstone was was that pivotal point for me. I did a variety of different internships that gave me exposure to research, uh, to healthcare policy. And while I enjoyed what I learned in each and every one of those experiences, what I also think it it helped me learn was that that that's not where I saw myself long term. I like the exposure to policy. I like the exposure to research, but it it wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, so I think that learning was was valuable in and of itself. But I think the classes that I also really enjoyed during my study away at the University of Minnesota Twin Cities was taking things like continuous quality improvement from a process perspective, healthcare and microeconomics, and then health policy, law and ethics. And it was those classes that really sparked that interest. And I was like, I, I enjoy these these um, business and and kind of corporate concepts, process concepts, and I want to explore those further. And then I think that that key turning point was really that internship at Blue Cross as, as my capstone ended, and I was looking to to you know find that next step post graduation. Do you have a moment at UMR that sticks out in your mind even today? Like you have this kind of salient memory? As I as I think about a relevant memory that I think has often shaped even how I approach some of my projects at work was a participatory action research class that I'd taken at UMR. And as part of that class, we were tasked with, you know, defining specific research questions, going out into the community, facilitating focus groups, and then creating a um, an end deliverable, right? So like a research paper and a presentation to share back to the community as part of that, um, you know, participatory action component. And, and that whole experience, it, it taught me collaboration, it taught me conflict, re- conflict resolution. Um, and then it also taught me the value of being able to take that work back to your end audience. And I'm I'm actually in a project at, at work today where I, I think back to that framework and I'm applying it the exact same way where there's a change management effort we're undergoing and we're working with those teams to understand what are your pain points. We develop the research questions and we're we're letting them know that we're we hear you, we validate this feedback and we're going to bring it back to you and show you what we've done. So that that is definitely a, a prominent experience that that stands out in my mind. Oh, I love that one. That's great. I forgot about that class. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I was just thinking about it recently and I'm like, wow, that was I was actually rereading the paper and I'm like, this was amazing. This is so good. <laughs> That's awesome. So I feel like the way that you described entering your first professional job um, so far sounded pretty seamless, but I remember that it was maybe a little stressful at the time. So I'm curious if you have some advice for UMR grads that are launching after and looking to get right into a career field, what's some advice that you have on the job search? 
You're right. It was it was a difficult process. There were many rejections in the process, but I think what I grounded myself in was that you only need one acceptance. So I actually kept a tracker of all of the jobs that I applied to, and I stick it on there as my medal of honor. Like I made it. I got the one acceptance. So um, as as far as advice goes, however, I would say tap into your network, all of the people that you've met with and connected with, even if it was a one-off meet and greet or something in your internship, it's it's not even maybe through your network, but through your network's network that you'll come upon those opportunities. And as you're immediately looking for jobs, you know, there's absolutely no harm in starting with an internship. That's exactly what I did post-graduation. And know that depending on the type of internship that you get, it can very well be that launching pad into a full-time career. There are many interns at Blue Cross that have had that experience. And sometimes it may not, but in, you know, as I shared with my experience, my mentor during that internship was able to connect me and provide a letter of recommendation that helped me get my foot in the door at Prime Therapeutics. So definitely leveraging the power of the network and not giving up, knowing that those rejections aren't, aren't necessarily you. That's just, that's part of the process. And it just takes that, that one yes. Love that advice. That's so great. So when it comes to networking, obviously now you you talked a lot about how networking has influenced your career journey and your path. Are you part of some professional networks now? Are there ways you feel like you can kind of give back as somebody who might mentor others or what are you, where are you at right now? Yeah, absolutely. So last year, um, I did a mentorship program at my high school. So great experience to help give back and, and share with high school students that I've learned. And then in the workplace, I am a part of a few, um, what we call associate resource groups. So there's a group called the Professional Growth Network and then um, the Asian Circle Group. So it's been a great way for me to learn from my colleagues and stay in contact from a professional development standpoint. And then the final um, opportunity I'm involved in is the mentorship program here at UMR. So I have a mentee and, and it's wonderful to be able to share with her some of the experiences and you know successes and challenges that I went through and, and just watch her as she grows in her journey. Super cool. I feel like there's probably a lot of UMR students right now who are going to be listening to this podcast. Do you have some advice for that? I mean, you know, that's kind of a broad question, but what advice do you have for UMR students? One of the quotes that my sister shared with me that she learned or concepts, I should say, from her leadership minor is that you are what they have been looking for. So knowing that UMR, it's it's a rigorous institution, the paths that students are pursuing are rigorous, just know and feel confident in, in your choices and in the path that you're pursuing and that it's okay to change. As I mentioned, we all start at sort of that same beginning line in, in the sprint that is undergrad, but know that that will, will transition into a marathon and everyone's starting point is a little bit different. And I think that that's sort of the advice that I have, especially as you look you know, post-graduation to recognize that your journey is unique and that is an accomplishment in and of itself. Just because you're not at the same stage as your peers doesn't mean that it's it's good or bad. It just means that it's your journey and, and you are, you know, where you're meant to be. Love that. That's so wonderful. It's a great advice. I'm trying, I'm I'm taking it in myself right now. I'm listening. I love it. So what's next for you? What do you think, uh, you know, as you as you grow in your professional life, where do you think you're gonna you're gonna grow next? Great question. 
a question I'm still trying to answer myself, right? What, what's the five-year plan? Um, right now, at least at work, I'm just taking it one step at a time. I'm really enjoying this new space of uh, analytics and, and the project management area. Ultimately, I'd like to move into a strategy consultant role w- within the division and, and work on some more strategic projects. From an education perspective, something that I've been considering recently and exploring my options is thinking about an MBA program and how I can use that to supplement my work experiences. I think I almost did it in a a bit of a reverse order where I've gotten the practical and now I'm looking for some of the frameworks, models, and theories to, to supplement that so I can better apply it at work. So I'm curious, Nithya, if students wanted to get in contact with you, would they be able to do that and how should they get in contact? Yeah, absolutely. I welcome students to reach out to me if they have any questions or want to talk through anything. Um, And they can reach out to me either at my UMN email um, or my personal email. And and Jen, I think think you have both. So feel free to, to provide both. We can post those. Absolutely. It was so wonderful talking with you today. I feel every time I talk with you, I, I leave feeling just richer from hearing your wisdom and thank your reflections you. on oh, life. Thank you. So we appreciate your time. And it was just so great connecting with you. Likewise, it was an honor to, to be able to come and share this feedback. Um, and again, really excited to be here and, and welcome anyone to, to reach out with more questions. Thanks, Nithya. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Nest podcast. As Raptor alumni flourish, their stories and experiences help illuminate the endless opportunities that exist across the healthcare spectrum. Beyond the Nest will be back in the new year with a new season featuring conversations between Raptor alumni and UMR faculty.